we're all protecting you. We have, we have all protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? We you told us. Okay, I don't know. Don't, don't ever so bring so you guys around me. Let me tell you something. The only thing. If I want to see that, I would have wrote it. I'm not really sure what I've done to you, but I'm Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome to the Hot and Bravo podcast on the Buttered Pop Network. My name is Eddie Estrada. I'm here with my co-host, Armin. I didn't forget to introduce us this time. <laughs> that happened on Patreon. I'm a repeat I, offender of that. We went a full three minutes without you mentioning who we were. I would have gone the entire thing unless you would have caught me. I do assume, though, if you are on Patreon, then you know who we are. I mean... And if you're here as well, you probably know who you are because you're probably subscribed on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes, Spotify, and that's it. That's it. I was. I there's more. And there's actually other places that people can subscribe uh, to us at, but those are the main spots. Those are the main ones. And if this is your first time listening, then subscribe. Hit that subscribe button. You don't want to miss an episode. And tonight we are talking about the one, the only Summer House. Your favorite. I love Summer House. I'm never not going to love Summer House. <laughs> it's so much fun to watch too because the cast is really interactive on Twitter. So you can always live tweet with them and have a really good time. We're doing it. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram by searching Hot and Bravo to H-O-T-R, not R, H-O-T-N-B-R-A-V-O-D. There's just so many letters. Is there a rebrand coming, Eddie? There's a rebrand. <laughs> it's Christmas in July. Rebranding Christmas. Rebranding our podcast it's actually christmas in april well it's april now but then it was july sure well (laughs) let's just jump into this episode because we saw kind of more of what i said last week was a storybook relationship a fairy tale romance which is not the case anymore that didn't last eddie it didn't it lasted honestly it didn't even i don't think it even started it didn't have a moment yeah it didn't even start (laughs) i made it up in my own head and i was just like this is perfect they're perfect for each other and if you don't know who we're talking about we're talking about carl and Paige, who seem to like each other but seem to just not be on the same page with anything they definitely liked each other but as Paige told hannah at the sex shop right yeah so they were buying uh, Some secret Santa for secret Santa. Yeah. So basically, this episode is about a party that they're having, which is Christmas in July, which is for Jordan and Amanda. Amanda. They're both having their birthday, so they want to celebrate it with Christmas in July, which I think is such a fun, cute idea because I like it. Why not celebrate Christmas all the time? But part of this is they're doing a secret Santa, so everyone in the house chose someone else to give a gift to. So of course, Paige and Hannah. I think they have one of them has Lindsay. They decide to go to a sex shop because what do you get for the most ferocious t- sex tiger, sex cougar in the house? She's not a cougar. I was sex jaguar is what I'll say. So offensive, Eddie. I know. <laughs> I'm the worst. Um, but they. But what better place to talk about relationships? Relationships and boys shop, and right. Uh, yeah, it's the only place to talk about relationships. I solely go to sex shops just to have conversations about my relationships. That's why we were we were at one last week to talk about a yeah. relationship. I just need to let you know. You know, I was like, this relationship, man, it's really getting to me. We, we start to get into relationship <laughs> talk, and they were like, no, we need to reconvene <laughs> at the nearest sex shop. Stop talking right now. Can't do it here. But it was an important scene because Paige revealed that Carl hasn't texted her. And we got a couple flashbacks, which showed that Paige was telling Carl she liked to be courted. And Carl was not texting her at all. And she wasn't happy about it. I mean, he did have a good excuse. He's 
trying to find a job. He has literally been laid off last week. He's on meetings, like talking to his networking. But as Paige said, he just lost his job. He's not so busy. I mean, I get that because like when you're in between jobs, you don't want to do anything because you're like, I need to figure out where my next paycheck is coming from. I can't go waste $200 on a dinner taking someone out just because I want to keep this relationship going. It's like, I need to take care of me first, number one, uno. And then if the other person doesn't understand that, then maybe they're not right for me. That's a very selfish way to be. I'm sorry, Paige, but that's very selfish. You're pulling a jacks? No. I'm the number one person in the group. No, I think you need to be understanding of someone who just lost their job and like give them the benefit of the doubt because at the end of the day, Carl's just trying to survive. Like he's trying to figure out where his next paycheck's going to come from, where he's going to put food on the table. And so I do think it's kind of selfish of Paige to be like, no, if you want to date me, you need to put all your focus on me. But he could have just... She's not saying that though. She's saying you need to talk to me during the week and you know. How long does it take to shoot off a text? I get true. I feel I like shooting just, off a text is super simple. I'm making excuses. But even if you would have been like, hey, you know what? I would love to hang out, but I can't because I'm trying to figure out my job situation right now. She probably still would have been like, oh, well, you're not interested enough to take me on a date. You're not in a place That's presumptuous. Well, that's the, that's the feeling I felt. He should have tried instead of ghosting. I ghosting mean, is the worst you could do. But we do find out later in the episode that this is kind of his MO because he's Danielle, who dated him like four years ago, was like, yeah, he would go a week without texting me. And I think that's fine. That's why I think the job excuse is bullshit. But it's I also, not about trying to find a job and that he's too busy to even text Paige. Okay. But once a week is not like seeing someone and talking to someone is not that big of a deal. Like I am not oh, a that's great insane. text. I'm not a great texter. And like I'm not going to be texting someone every single day all the time just because I find that so annoying. H- have you gone one week without texting a significant other? Yes. Really? Yes. And it's no. totally chill. Wow. Yes. That's surprising. I go I've gone I've gone weeks without talking to like good friends. That's different. But when not you're dating someone, well. when you're dating someone, you will go a week plus without texting them? Maybe a week. Sometimes wow. it's nice to just unwind. You know what? Back in our parents' day, like you couldn't text <laughs> someone like every freaking day and be like, "Hey, it's good to see you." It's a different day and age. I know. I'm not saying you need to be like constantly in contact, but you know, a text is so easy. I don't know. I think we're just very spoiled with communication <laughs> and instant communication and we need to all learn how to chill. Sometimes you just need a break and live your life and then come back on the weekend and start it all up again. I don't think that's unfair of Carl to want to do. I also think it depends on the context because in that sense, I agree with you and we're using the term week loosely here. I think what Danielle was trying to say is that there was... A very long stretch, let's say a week plus, where there was probably communication to be had and it wasn't happening. What you're talking about is an understanding between the two people. There is communication there. Like, oh, we'll reconvene next weekend. But if there isn't even that communication up front and then suddenly the person's gone and you're texting them and they're not responding, that's a whole different story, Eddie. You see what I'm saying? But they're guaranteed to see each other each weekend because they're on a TV show together. Like, he knows it's going to happen. He knows he's oh, going to yeah. see her. They know they're going to see each for other. For Carl and Paige. Yeah. yeah. But Carl and Danielle. That's been hun, dad. That's done. <laughs> I don't even know what you said just I was now. trying to say that's... that's been done, dad? I don't even know what I, I said. I was trying to say that that been done or something. <laughs> that had been done. I don't that know had what, been done. Yeah. That had been done is what I tried to say. But I did on. it nice. I'm, I'm having my Dorinda moment. <laughs> I, it's, I work in finance. 
<laughs> Today was tax day. Finance. And I just was going crazy. So. Ta-ta. 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 Well, let's talk about... Let's talk about, about the car ride and that the review. The car ride, because that's where we the heard ta Carl ride, so to speak. Because Carl was driving. Because Carl was driving. Well... Hannah announces to the car that she had sex the night before, and she starts bringing up um, this man, and his name is British Dave. That's his full legal name. That's what his honest passport, British Dave. Brit Da. Um, but he and Hannah have been hooking up since Valentine's Day. Now, if you think February to July, that's like a long ass time. Yeah. That's like, okay, February, March, April, May, June. That's five months. That's some That's some serious time. But I love how casual it is. Right. Like, this is admirable. Like, I have, like, recently had this, like, change of heart and mind of what it means to date. I think, like, everyone is always so hung up on seeing each other all the time, making sure that, like, you know, okay, we're, we've dated for two weeks, we've dated for a month, what are we? What's our relationship? But seeing how Hannah and Paige are just like, yo, it's a month. You don't know someone in a month. Get to know them. Experience them. Don't be upset if they're trying to experience to meet other people too because at the end of the day, you can't put all your eggs in one basket right on the first date, right in the first month. And I think seeing these two women so empowered in their dating lives and understanding just like how to really be sure of yourself and confident in yourself and love yourself enough to be secure in that way of dating, it's huge. I mean, it's been like Go with the for flow, yeah. no pressure. I used to be, I mean, you know me. I am the most jealous, crazy, <laughs> vicious person when it comes down to it. Like, I, you've probably seen me at least four times pop off in a club. Could you go non-exclusive for five months with that jealousy streak? What do you mean? That, I, that I've had? Yeah, could you be non-exclusive for four or five months with somebody. Absolutely not. But now I feel like I could. Nice. I feel like feel like there's been like a loss of anxiety in relationships and a loss of not like emotion, but like understanding things take time. Right. And I really and it's taking time with British Dave and Hannah. And I kind of love that she's just so open about it. She's like, yeah, he knows I'm seeing other people. I know he's seen other people. We're just getting to know each other. He's safe like an Acura. And your partner Exploring other people is not an indictment on your self-worth. Exactly. It's nothing against you because they're still coming to get that. They're coming to get that <laughs> suck from that teat as well. That milk still tastes just as good. They and just you have like the freedom to, another milk. Exactly. And you have the freedom to, you know, try out other milk Okay, yourself, I, I guess. do not understand I why. that analogy. <laughs> teats and the milk. I'm just like, I grew up on a farm. Had been done. <laughs> had been, been done, had been dead. <laughs> God, I'm a crazy disaster. I'm dorendified today. Honestly, I think it's like the weird like coffee afterkick that I have from the coffee I had today. But back to Summer House. Enough about me right. and let's, my farm life. Let's go back to the Carl ride. When Paige says to Hannah that she wants to meet Max, right? Britt Dave's friend, Max? Yes, the other British guy. Carl turns into Grumpy Carl. He starts to get some road rage. And then we see Grumpy Carl... Continue his grumpiness at the house. And that was a sight to see. Like the page stuff really affects his psyche because then he's suddenly not into Christmas. Maybe he's never been into Christmas, but it, it felt like some residual after effect of being spurned by Paige. He starts stepping on the lights. He's like, oh, in an ideal world, uh, you don't put lights on the ground. And then he just starts getting really angry at everyone. Fuck this shit. Fuck you guys. Um, 
Yeah. He's That's in a not mood. a good look. No, it was if not If you're good. trying to court Paige right now and you're like, I'm not going to do it via texting, then you got to put your best foot forward when you do ultimately see her. And you can't get phased just because Paige wants to meet a guy. She didn't say anything. She's not like, oh, I want to put a ring on it. She just wants to meet him. It's like the complete opposite of what you were just describing. Yeah. Carla's like... The previous version oh, of that yeah. is super I would, jealous. I would have been like, <laughs> this bitch. Like, blah, 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 blah. why are they doing this? Like, he is honestly the Grinch of this Summer House Christmas. Um, his heart did not go two sizes too, or was it two or three sizes too big? It literally shrunk. Yes. He is pissed. I mean, I understand. Like, sometimes when you think you're getting somewhere with someone... And you're in a situation where you guys are out together and then they go and just flirt with someone else right in front of you. I would But that go, hadn't happened yet. I mean, but he, he's basically... That was just the suggestion I mean, in the, the car ride that yeah. pissed them off. Yeah, I mean, it's just... But even that... Of meeting then, Max. She's just like, oh, I'll meet him. Well, case in point, I remember... Uh, do you remember when I went to that concert recently? Like, not recently. It was like almost a year ago. But I went to a concert with a friend and that I was like kind of like, you know, and just them talking about oh, you can take the cab with everyone else back because I'm going to go meet up with people here. Like, F you. Like, I went off. I went off. And it's understandable because it's like, it's almost like they're playing with emotions and they know it's going to piss you off. So they're doing it anyways because they want to get a, like some a rise out of you. They want to get something. She wants to get some emotion out of Carl. I completely disagree. I don't think Paige has an agenda. In, in my opinion, she's just living her life authentically and organically. And Hannah says, hey, uh, so Britt Dave has a friend named Max. He's pretty hot. What do you think? She's like, I'll meet him. Sure. I think, I, I think there's a little bit of like, She's she's trying to make him jealous. I don't think Paige is bothered whatsoever. I'm guess I guess I'm just a Carl apologizer That's now. That's the thing. You I've have always this whole been a fairy Carl tale apolog- in your head. I don't know. I just feel for Carl because I said I get this it. last week. Paige is just living her life. She doesn't give a shit. In my opinion, that's what's going down. And Carl is the opposite of being on the Burns system. He is totally insecure here, completely. And we see it manifests itself later. Yeah, he's. He's having some issues, uh, but they start trying to get the house ready, and this is a disaster. This is like literally every group project I've ever been in in my entire life put into one. They made a checklist of all the things they needed to do and then literally did not do any of it. They're like, mm, we'll get to it. They're drinking. They're trying lover boy for the first time. You know, they're just having a good time, and it's just like- At least Carl's no longer grumpy. I mean, no Carl, the Carl's a project manager. He's ready to get things done. That would be me because you know me. I'm such a host. I love parties. I'm going to try to throw a few parties this summer at my house. All have to be themed. And I I get how stressful and like crazy it gets. Like recently we had a birthday party for a friend at our house and there was like so much to get done. And we had like a pinata. We had balloons, a ton of balloons. We had streamers. We had signs for outside. You killed that. Thank you. But I was like going to go to the gym and like get stuff ready. And everyone was kind of in and out of the house and we needed to get things set up. And I was going to go to the gym. I was like, oh, I have time. And then I literally looked at the list and I was like, no, no, no. I do not have time at all. I was like, I have to mop the floors. I have to get the windows cleaned. I need to make sure the pinata's hung. I need to go to Home Depot to get even like the rope and shit to do it. Like Carl has the right mindset here and everyone else is just like, are the producers going to do it? Like, who are they expecting to get this done? I would be freaking out. 
the next day they're still getting things set up for the party because it's day of putting the finishing touches and Danielle and Paige decide to take a spa trip. Right. This pisses Carl off and rightfully so. I think he's right. The birthday people should have gone and got the facials and let the rest of the house set up for the birthday party. But Amanda was like, well then call your girlfriend, Carl, like totally trying to be like, well then you need to deal with this. I think she wanted a facial. I think it was, Definitely producer set up that these two had to go get their spa time to talk about... About Carl. Carl. But, you know, they should have stayed behind to help... Will you ever not be on Carl's side? I mean, no. Hey, go back, listen to the podcast from years past. I was so against Carl with the Lauren situation. Kind of. I I had podcasts where I was ripping him a new one. Trust me, I think that there's stuff that he's done in the past that is... Not my favorite thing. Not my pool of tea. But it's... You didn't even catch that. Not my pool of tea. No, I caught it. I didn't want to correct you, though. (laughs) No, because remember Kyle put all the tea in the pool? (laughs) Were you saying pool of tea? Yes. I thought you were saying pull of tea, like as as if there's a pull, like a lever. Whatever. You didn't get my joke. And it was a really good summer house inside joke. So (laughs) listeners, if you heard it. but I thought you you got the idiom wrong instead of saying cup of tea. You you just think I'm that stupid? (laughs) You don't, you don't, you think I'm that dumb. (laughs) <laughs> that I'm just like um a pool of tea. Well, I, I was a barista at one. Bitch, point I was life. a barista too. Well, because you know how there was the hot water tank, and so you yes. pull the yeah. lever so you get the hot water to make tea. So I thought you were thinking a, a pool, pool of, of tea. tea, a pull of tea. Oh come on, not a pool of tea. All right, all right. <laughs> I'm like offended a little bit, like a little bit offended. But we'll move past it. Like I move past things with Carl. Like I think he's living a very authentic, real, true self this season. Like I really do see Carl 3.0. So it kind of hurts me to see him trying so hard to be kind of like a good person and kind of like reform his ways and really be serious about a girl in the house and really try, you know, try to make that effort. I think Carl 3.0 is delusional. Maybe Carl (laughs) 4.0. He's going to be in a better place. Carl 3.0 thinks he's in love when he has only met this girl less than three weeks ago. Paige quoted you once in a a tweet about this podcast and you are up her ass for days. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm I'm not a fan of Paige's episode. I love her, but... What did she do wrong? I don't know. I just feel for Carl. I'm so sorry, Paige. Like, I just feel... For a little... I just want to be on the right side of history. Okay, whatever. (laughs) Okay, let's go back to... The Secret Santa. So basically yes. everyone comes back. Everyone's gotten ready. The facials had been done. Done been had. <laughs> done been had. And they start doing Secret Santa where everyone is giving each other's gifts. And there's really cute gifts like Carl, or not Carl, Kyle gets a shambong. What did Carl get? Like a How to Be a Good Boyfriend book from Danielle. And Lindsay got nipple clamps, I think. That was cool. Um, <laughs> And then Kyle... Gave an additional gift, which was a not only a bunch of beautiful, memorable photos of himself and Amanda for her birthday, but he also revealed to Amanda that they're... Approved for the apartment. Right. Well, what was it? Their application was approved? Yeah. So they, they had to drop in. also 22K. That's a lot. That's insane. Yeah. It's not I, quite a down payment, but, you know, it's, that could, it's close to one. Like, you're getting there. It blows my mind that it's that much to get an apartment in New York. But they're moving in. This is a huge step for Kyle and Amanda. One that 
maybe didn't seem likely at one point with Kyle's commitment issues. Yeah, I mean, and we see that there might be some more issues to come in the next episode in the trailer, but I don't want to get into that yet because I did love this moment with Kyle and Amanda. And I thought it was also really cute that Paige's gift to Amanda for Secret Santa was a key to her apartment so that if she ever needed to right. leave um, Kyle, she could always come to her. That was really adorable. It was super cute. but and perfectly shady. I don't know. I got like a little emotional when they showed the picture of them too. And he was like, this is the first picture we ever took. And Amanda didn't even know. She was like, oh, like this is amazing. It really, really made me happy that they're really taking the step in the relationship. Amanda said something at the beginning of the episode where she was like, I'm kind of freaking out, but in the best way, why not just do it? And you go girl. Like that just made me feel so like empowered and like ready to like take on anything because you could be terrified, even if it is the right decision. And sometimes you just got to go for it. And I just really feel that right now. And it hit close to home, but let's talk about the suds filled party. Okay. Love a good phone party. I have, a lot of problems with foam parties though. They're dirty. Cause if you think like it's people like in foam, it's like a wet, it's like a microbe. Is that what they, they're called? Like a microbe. Shouldn't that actually like, clean you off? No. If you think about it, it's just like <laughs> sitting dirty water and the foam parties I've been to, it's like roped off essentially this. Thankfully they had like the open backyard. Right. It wasn't probably as bad, but most of the time you're like standing in like a small pool of water. That's just standing water with gross ass sweaty, 20 to 30 somethings <laughs> gyrating and humping each other. God knows what's happening in the foam. What's in the ground. I went to a really gross foam party in San Luis Obispo. Shout out to Ryan Alcara. Cause he was there with me. You're kidding. I felt ben like King? and Ben King was there. Um, it was, at slow, right? it was at slow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I had a major meltdown after the party. Cause it was my birthday and someone changed my birthday on Facebook. So no one could wish me happy birthday on Facebook. <laughs> And I kid you not, when the RA came to the room and was like, you need to stop him from screaming. And I was like, it's my birthday and no one will know. It was so bad. Why didn't you just change it back? It, it There was like a rule where it's like, once you change your birthday, you have to wait like multiple days, like a week or something. That's to a change great it again. That's a it great was prank. brutal. I was so upset. The fact uh, also that you cared so much about ask, Facebook Happy birthday wishes. Yeah, I was messed up. Those are the worst birthday wishes. They were back in 2012. They meant everything. They meant everything. <laughs> that was like, I would be like, I've gotten like 400 messages for my birthday. <laughs> ah, like so sick. I was crazy. Uh, I made an announcement in high school. Social media is deranged. I made a, I made an announcement in high school when I got a thousand friends on Facebook. I was like, you've been my thousand friend. Like I, there was a school assembly and I was like, I have a thousand friends and I don't know all of them. You said this at a school at assembly? At a school assembly. Thankfully, no one on the podcast went to my school, but like <laughs> Shanna will tell you. She's like, I remember that. You were a weird ass fucking kid. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. So back to Summer House, um, the pool party. They're having a ton of fun. It looks amazing. Um, but Carl is acting like a creep. Yeah, because Paige is with Max. Okay, I said I didn't like Paige in the episode. That's a really harsh statement. I do always like Paige. Like, I think she's really fun. You can't take it back. I guess I was just a little bit annoyed in the way the Carl situation is being handled. Because I've, I've been there before. I've seen someone flaunted in front of my eyes. And I was mad at Carl for the same thing the seasons before. I just feel for the victim. Why does Paige have to curate her every movement so that it... 
jives with Carl. That's not, it's not that. It's just like having a conversation. And she's not doing anything offensive. She's not. I mean, okay, whatever. So. There's no PDA. She's literally talking to another boy. I know. That is what's making Carl freak out. Just think about that, Eddie. You are saying, Paige, but this I is need me. you to watch out for every one of your movements because no. it may it may make Carl a little upset. Oh, poor Carl. That's not what I'm saying. I, f- I feel, watching the show, that she's almost doing it. She's like parading this guy. She's calling this guy over. Like She's almost doing it to get a rise out of Carl. I do think, think. I think... Because even when she like obviously she if was Paige a, is listening, I would love to hear. No, because this is this is where my mind is. Okay, this okay. is like watching the show, watching the episode, and like coming to a, like a situation, and like this is my mind. Okay, so Paige wouldn't have been complaining about Carl not texting if she didn't have some sort of feelings for him in the first place. She was upset that he didn't make the move over the week to continue the relationship into the next weekend. She said it multiple times. She said, you know, like now we're back where our relationship was stand still because he didn't make the move during the week. And she's frustrated by this. And I think knowing the way that I would do like make someone jealous and knowing the way it works, knowing it's not, it's not, doesn't make the other person feel good. I'm going to flirt the hell out out of everything with someone just to make the other person like jealous. See, and I feel like what that's I what think. she's doing. You would do this. So you are projecting what you would do onto Paige. I don't presume to know what's going on in her head. And I feel like I don't have enough data to play armchair psychologist right here. Sometimes I do, but me, I'm just like, I'm a crazy bitch. So everyone is a crazy bitch. <laughs> exactly. You're projecting here. Okay. So I guess I'm projecting, but but maybe you are right. That's why I want Paige to clarify. Paige, if you could clarify on Twitter, let us know if you were actually trying to make Carl jealous. I would love to know. She's not going to reveal that. That's that's like three episodes deep. We That's three <laughs> episodes from now we're going to find the answer to this. Oh, you think so? Oh, yeah. Okay. I don't think this story is anywhere close to being over. But Carl pulls Lindsay to the side and they're talking about... Wait, can we talk about what happens before that, though? Oh, my gosh, yeah. <laughs> A brand new cake gate. Do you think Carl was self-aware in that moment? Like, he knew he was replicating an iconic season two moment? Uh, I don't think so. No. I think he really just wanted to put cake in her face. Like Maybe it was subconscious, even. Maybe it was subconscious, but I don't think he knew. Maybe he did. I found it hilarious either way. The moment he falls into the pool. Okay, that was the best so part. So embarrassing. I, I but perfect comedic timing. Perfect. Like it couldn't have been scripted better. And he's like, like he's there with the cake, and he's like, I'm all into grand gestures. Exactly, yeah. And then boom, falls flat in his face into the pool. It was great. Brilliant. Loved it. Great stuff. But yes, let's talk about Carl confiding in Lindsay. He is upset because he feels like Paige isn't doing anything on her end to help this relationship move forward. And he feels like he's chasing. He's in his 30s. He's ready to finally settle down. He thinks Paige is a great girl. He thought they had a connection. And he does feel like she's stringing him along. And as we know, he's been chasing her so hard, texting her all the time. He's just chasing, chasing, chasing. But he does kind of like... <laughs> he... He also says, quote, yeah, I'm the best guy she'll ever meet in her entire life. I'm a prince. This was a lot. This was too much. Way too much. Because like, yeah, I get it. Like, you're a great guy now. She would be lucky to have you. And, you know, you would be extremely lucky to have her. But don't go around calling yourself a prince. I love confidence, but 
you know, Paige could probably find a comparable guy. Let's be honest. Yeah. I don't know if he's the best human in the entire world. He's trying. He's trying. Carl 3.0 is getting there. But I love I love Lindsay's advice because this is like Lindsay always just has great badass advice. She's like, stop playing games, put it on ice, move the F on. And Carl's like, done. I thought that was great. That's so Lindsay. That's it's like very such, Lindsay. that's such Lindsay advice. It's like, dude, it's not working. Say sayonara on to the next one. Thank you, next, bitch. You know why it's also so on brand for Lindsay? Because it's great advice, but it's also advice she would never take. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) She has never taken that advice with Everett. She is still hooking up with Everett. I mean, let's be real. I give great advice, kind of. Kind of. But I also never Never take take it. it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm always running. I'm always boo-boo the clown. Damn fool. Always run into the same shenanigans because I don't learn. Some people are really great at identifying the right thing to do. And then doing the exact opposite of that. <laughs> Thanks. Is that me? I think you are one of those people. <laughs> no, sometimes you identify the right thing to do and you do it. You know, I try my best. Just like everyone in this show is trying their best. I'm sorry for causing divide. I'm sorry for saying I didn't like people. <laughs> sometimes emotions come out. I just feel for Carl. Carl. Apologize to Paige now. I did. <laughs> um, but she heard this conversation going down. Her and Hannah both heard it. Oh, so. Right, yeah. We're going to see that play out next episode. Yep. It looks like Kyle maybe have che- has cheated on Amanda again, according to Lindsay. Oof. I don't know. It could have been something else. Do you have a problem with Paige eavesdropping on Carl? No, because I would have done the same thing. I eavesdrop on everyone. Yeah, me neither. And if I hear my name, like my ears start ringing. Like I can hear <laughs> someone say my name from a... Like I, I even hear my name when it's not said. That's how much I hear my name. That's how like... Spidey sensey I am. It's really just you in your own head constantly saying, <laughs> Eddie, 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 Eddie. Um, That's all that goes on in there. I also think if you are Carl and you are going to say some salacious shit. Pull it into the pantry. <laughs> yeah, bring Lindsay into the pantry. Seriously. Pick a better spot. You were a little vulnerable there. Yeah, he was straight up in the open. Yeah. But so. like. Let's be real. No one on Bravo has the tact. I mean, Ramona was literally talking shit about Barbara two feet away. So, you know, sometimes you just got to be where the cameras are. And that's all that happens. That's how we get a show. Well, I think we covered it all today for Summer House. I can't wait until next week. I'm stoked for next week. It's going to be juicy. Thank you, everyone, so much for listening. Make sure you guys don't miss next week's recap where we dive into all the stuff that is going to go down the next time we enter the house next weekend. You can find us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes, or Spotify. Make sure you guys are followed on Twitter and Instagram by searching Hot and Bravoed, H-O-T in B-R-A-V-O-D. Super easy. Armin, how can they find you? At Armin Mahram. And I'm at Eddie underscore Estrada. See you guys next time.